0: Welcome to the shoulder strikes MMA podcast. You are now listening to the hot take hot box Welcome to the shoulder strikes MMA podcast You are now listening to the hot take hot box Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the shoulder strikes MMA podcast brought to you by the hot take hot box My name is Matt McSweeney Joined by Ty Capone here after a somewhat successful UFC 274. After all the drama, clouds, and circulation that uh, went around the event prior to it, Ty, how did you feel about watching the fights this weekend?
1: Um, I didn't. I didn't love the card, to be honest.
0: Neither did I. But it, I, I guess some of the, some of the main event. I mean, the main event did delivered. Co main did not. The Ferguson fight, you know, like, we'll get into all yeah. of it, but um, Canelo lost. It's, I mean, that, that, was, lost. that was crazy. We'll talk about that. Uh, we probably won't yeah, talk much about Bellator. Like,
1: Justin Justin lost. That was my bet. Canelo lost. I was just kind of surprised that the Rose fight sucked. It seemed like the, every like there was a lot to be, uh, not underwhelming, but at least for me, I guess it was a bit underwhelming.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I didn't go in with that high of expectations to begin with. I, I was excited about the one fight, but... You know, well, I was excited about Oliveira Gaichi, and that kind of delivered. So I guess I I don't leave like as upset. The uh, you know we'll, I guess we'll I don't want to start breaking all these down. We'll get into it all, but um, let's just go. I guess let's go right for it, dude. Justin Gaichi, Charles Oliveira, they fought for the vacant at the time UFC lightweight title, and that title is now still vacant due to the fact that Charles Oliveira gets a first round submission victory. Over Justin Gaethje, where he was hurt twice, I believe, two separate times yeah, he, he got dropped.
1: Knockdowns. It says one because I think the other one they're saying he like slipped and back. fell, but
0: he was I definitely guess. cracked there. Yeah, because he got hit and he went to go throw the kick and he was like off balance and he said, "All right, I'm just going to lay on my back." Right. When which... he, he pulled guard at a certain point, um, he hurt he hurt Gaethje first, I believe. I think it was either a jab or like a one of those short like check hooks.
1: And I think it was a straight right. Was it? And uh, it he kind of just like right heard of the uh, right off the clinch. Um, Gaethje just had his defenses down like he always does and got fucking smoked. And that was it. Well, no, the that one I'm
0: saying earlier in the fight, he kind of got like he like hit Gaethje and he like slipped a little bit and it was like uh, it, you yeah, know what never I mean mind. like no, I yeah. You're about. yeah it was I don't remember if it was a le- I think it was some sort of left hand shot but it was like sneaky. And then Gaethje was like, "All right, fuck this," and started throwing bombs yeah. and and hit him a few times. Oliveira walks right into the fire like we we said he was going to, and he continued to do that in this fight. But he's just he's just too tough, man. You can't follow him to the ground, and I, we never accounted for the worst case scenario for Gaethje was getting hurt and ending up on the bottom. You know, like it, <laughs> yeah. that that was that was bad news bears, for, you know, from the jump. So. It went. I mean, that was a absolutely nuclear right hand, right straight up the middle, right down the pike. So quick, sat him on his ass, and he just, you know, Gaethje try- kind of panicked a little bit trying to get back up, but he was he was hurt, you know. So I, I don't. There wasn't much he could do once he got to the ground. We kind of all knew that going into this fight, if it ended up on the ground, he was he was done. But uh, what did you make of it?
1: I know his uh, his jujitsu is like, you know, obviously he's not going to be able to compete with like uh Khabib or Charles but man it's 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 just real like you know when you're on top of him he doesn't try to even like he tries to throw you off with his hands he doesn't do anything with his legs or his hips he doesn't really know what he's doing it seems like uh, on the ground yeah it eventually. seems like he doesn't
0: care like he has no respect for it whatsoever if that right, makes any like, sense
1: I, I know he's gone his whole career with you know just being about his hands but like you know eventually you got to do something something else you got to improve it a little bit or or have some kind of defense if you're not gonna have any uh, offense on the ground. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He, he, he's kind of just stuck in the mud. I don't really know what to do with him uh, at, at 155. He's gotten a couple of title shots, and he's just gotten smoked. So I don't know what's next.
0: Yeah, it's kind of what it seems like. You know, he's 6-4 and four in the UFC now. I saw that on, um, on Twitter. I don't know if those numbers are 100% accurate, but it kind of makes sense now. I mean, losses to a lot of, you know, Poirier, I, I mean, let us I'll pull it up real quick just so we have it for record. He's lost to Oliveira, Habib, Eddie. Poirier, and now Eddie Alvarez, yeah, with wins over Michael uh, Johnson, James Vick, Edson Barbosa, Donald Cerrone, you know, you know Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, like what, what do we, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, the Michael Johnson fight, he was getting hurt. And he got uh, hurt in Chan- that Michael
0: Johnson fight in the first, like, 15 seconds of it as well.
1: Chandler fight, he was getting hit a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good win, but the Tony one didn't age well. Cowboy, obviously, Edson, James Vick—you know, he's, I think, done fighting. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not going to come out say anything bad about Justin, but um, definitely don't—I don't think he's a title contender anymore.
0: Well, I am because uh, I think <laughs> when you get to this when you get to this level and you have such disrespect for a certain aspect of the game, it's kind of, like I don't even think. I, I and this is gonna sound crazy to some people out there, but I truly do believe this. I don't even think Connor's as bad on the ground as Justin Gaethje is. Yeah. Like uh, I, I think mean, he at least has a little bit of respect in defense and like I feel like truly, like, after watching that fight, he would be a better matchup for Oliveira. I'm not saying he would win, but like Gaethje provided no resistance on the ground whatsoever or any like I don't know. Like I guess not not many people are going to, but it just seemed to me like he was just completely outmatched, and he's probably outmatched by a lot of the. I I, I guess I, I don't know though. He's I guess it all comes down to matchups because he throws bombs, and if he's gonna st- if you're gonna stand with Gaethje, then you're gonna be in trouble because he's gonna be able to eat shots the whole fight. So maybe maybe next I I, I guess that's the logical next step here in this conversation is, what is next for either one sense I mean the fight was only three minutes long, there's only so much we can uh, discuss there. But it was yeah. it was a it was a thoroughly entertaining fight, especially coming off of the fight before. But it it, well, it definitely delivered. You know, Charles Oliveira is one of the most, if not the most, exciting champion in the UFC now these days. I mean, all of his we, fights are fucking awesome every time. He it always delivers. Might be,
1: might be the most exciting fighter ever in the UFC.
0: <laughs> Seriously, like he, like yeah. when
1: you get given his you know his whole. His whole his whole re- like uh, resume. I mean, he's twenty one and eight. And those losses, you know, they were some of them were bad, but like they were so long ago when Mike Goldberg was in the UFC when he was like twenty one. Like you know, all these things, all these factors, um, and they were they were killers. Some of the guys he fought, you know, like you know, people shit on him for his loss to Paul Felder. Like that's that's the kind of guys he was fighting, you know, throughout his career. Yeah, and he's coming out. Um, yeah, and he was at one forty five fight, Max Holloway. Like what? Like that should have never happened. But now, man, he's just a whole different animal. Like, it's weird, man. If you if if you have like, th- there's a, there's there's room for him. I think on the uh, on the UFC uh, Mount Rushmore. I think like I think there's possibly a spot for him to slide in that fourth spot behind John Habib and and GSP.
0: You're saying down the road, right? Like, you're not down the that. road. Yeah, yeah okay. like
1: like he would have to get like a couple more title defenses, like not like ten or twelve or you know break some records, but like just just do a little bit more and finish some guys. And then, you know, you take a step back and you look at his, his resume as a whole. I mean, he's going to have like the most finishes in the UFC history by like a lot, assuming he keeps doing it. The most submissions by a decent amount, like the most, the most of everything. Like he could le- legitimately have records in the UFC record book that probably, you know, at least for the near future won't get touched. And it's weird because he's been hurt so many times in so many different fights. Like John, Habib, GSP, these three guys are like untouchable. You know, like, don't lose rounds, don't lose fights. Whenever they do, they, they avenge them. And then, you know, you have a possibility with a guy like Charles, he has eight losses. He's been finished multiple, multiple times. He gets hurt every fight. He got dropped, what? I don't know if Dustin dropped him, but Justin dropped him twice, and Chandler dropped him once I'm and had him on sure all Dustin fours. I'm sure Dustin
0: hurt him at the very least. I yeah, that.
1: definitely did. And Ch- Chandler had him on all fours looking for his fucking uh, contact. Like, he had him dead to rights. So, like... It's 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 he's a very polarizing figure in the way that his defense is like I don't want to say poor but it kind of is but his offense I man he he might be one of the best offensive fighters to ever be in the UFC when you you know factor in his uh, his striking now and his you know his submission game I don't know who like I don't know who can beat him really I mean there's there's guys who have a path but it seems very like very small small window.
0: The guy is a buzzsaw, man he. <laughs> It just seems like, and the reason I tell, I say he's like one of the most exciting and most fun fighters to watch is because he like, and we're gonna keep talking about the co-main, but he doesn't like accept whatever's going on. Like he doesn't really care what your game plan is. He's going to do whatever the fuck he like. He's, Dude, con- he's
1: throwing body kicks. Like yeah, he's coming he's, after you. He's nuts.
0: He's going into the clinch and whoever like. If you would have told me before the fight, or told anyone before the fight, that Oliveira is going to attack him in the clinch and he's going to just walk forward the whole time, you're like, oh, he's eventually going to get knocked out. Like that's stupid. You right. can't, you know, like you have to be smart with a guy like Gaethje. Blah 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 blah. He like, no, he was not at all. Like he yeah, just walked he right, right into the fire and said, "Let's do this, dude." Like I'm not, you know, I am, I am the the champion has a name, and his name is Charles Oliveira. Okay, like I yep. kept saying that like 65 times this weekend, but <laughs> you know he. Hey, that that you gotta respect it, man. You gotta respect the way he fights, the way he carries himself, and just that also, all offense, all all balls to the wall sort of mentality that he has.
1: Also, I really, I say this all the time, but I really don't like the the refusal to give a guy uh, or a girl a fight bonus just because they miss weight. I don't know. I think it sucks. I think you know, taking twenty percent of their purse. Obviously, Charles doesn't care because he's made so much money and he has opportunity to make so much more. And I, I, you know, he's probably fine financially, but I just, it sucks when they don't get like an extra 50K because they miss weight by a half pound, you know, and he thought he made weight. His team thought he made weight. Um, I don't don't know what happened there. I mean, three fighters miss weight and they were all Brazilian, no surprise. And they all made excuses, no surprise. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, it's, it sucks like, you know, not seeing him get the belt. And when it first happened, you're like, oh man, he missed weight, but you know, once once he's in that cage and once you see him do his work, I, I truly could could not care less.
0: Yeah, he's that. the champion whether he has the belt or not. Yeah,
1: like, yep. Just like Jan, before he lost the second time, even though he did not lose. But
0: yeah, you know, he's still the champion in my mind, so I I, I don't really care mm-hmm. what 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 goes on. But I guess we should do what's next. I guess we'll start with Charles Oliveira. It um, you know, I you know what really pissed me off about this weekend was uh, Islam coming out. Calling him out, or even Habib, what, those two are calling out Charles Oliveira, and they're saying, fight me in October. And I'm like, w- what, dude? Who do you like, guys think you are? They, but, like, who the fuck calls someone out and says, fight me in half a year, dude? Like, I, you don't call somebody out unless you're ready to fight them, like, relatively soon, I would imagine. Like, I, I just don't understand... How you can call somebody out and, and tell them to wait for you for five months, and then like if he if he wants to fight before that, he'll, they'll be like, "Oh, you're a coward. You're running." Like, no, dude, we're not waiting. Yeah. You, you're not the champ, well, even though I guess he's technically not the champ. That'll be the fucking stupid argument that goes on for yeah. the rest of the time now. But he, he's the champion, man. He gets to dictate what's going on. He gets to dictate who he's fighting next and what what he's gonna. You know what what's the next move here. It could be Islam. I, if you look at Islam's resume, I've been, we've been saying this on this podcast, I think he needs to fight one more person. And I don't... like. I, I, I think you, uh, Yeah, and I think you could put him in there, and he definitely could win. But I think you can get away with making him fight Daryush or one of those other guys, to, you know, one one time. And then, I don't know. I, but th- th- it, these guys, these Makachevs, these, these Dagestani guys, they're only fighting once a year, pretty much. So it's yeah. like... That's my biggest fear when he becomes the champion or one of those guys becomes the champion, because Oliveira is pretty active. Yeah, you know, like that's that's what I love to see in a champion. As much as I don't like Adesanya, he at least stays active and he's always got like a fight on the books or something's coming up. You know, like I hate, I just hate to put the division in a in kind of like a holding pattern once they make him the champ.
1: Or he, Last he, time Oliveira did not fight twice in one year was 2013.
0: Exactly. So, and he's going to fight, you know, he just fought in December. He's going to fight again probably in the summer, I would say. or yeah. pro- I mean, maybe that Fall, September maybe. or October is probably yeah, the yeah. move for him. So, who knows? I, I, I just
1: – I don't know who I, I – I don't know what they're going to do here. Like, you know, you could make an argument that Chandler should get a rematch, but they're not, they're not going to do that, which I, I I don't want them to. But, like, you know, it's it's definitely something you could – make a case for at least a, a kind of a weak hipster case. But I mean, truly, you know, Connor's not going to happen. Cause he's still, he still needs time. If, yeah. if he didn't need time, that oh, could, man, hap- that, 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 could yeah. happen.
0: If, and I if wouldn't even healthy. like,
1: I know the casuals and you know, even the hardcore fans would get mad. I would not, I would love sign me the fuck up. Like Connor said, sign me up. I would love that. I think that would be the most exciting first round in UFC history. Connor and Charles. Absolutely. Crazy. Um, but I, I have some doubts about Con- Connor going forward, just because we haven't seen him, you know, him, him in a while. Even though he did bust Dustin up a little bit, but still, um, you, his you leg exploded. Dariush. So you know, like yeah. that's that's he, also a factor. He's kind of had some unfortunate, unfortunate things happen. Um, not to give him any benefit of the doubt, because I hate. Him. Um, eh, maybe I don't hate him as much. Dariush and Justin are the only two who can't fight because they're good friends and they train together. Other than that, it's pretty wide open. I don't know. You know, Charles has just beaten two, three, and four. Um Oh man, yeah. I mean like what do you do?
0: So essentially it's that it's either like if a um, wild card like Connor comes out and he were to get a fight, but I mean it would be crazy for you to have him fight and he's the number 9 ranked. I think ideally mm-hmm. the UFC would want to put him in there with a Chandler. And hopefully he wins, and then they, could, they could fire him up them rankings. And, and
1: That would be insane. And if Chandler wins, you say, hey, you, then you, he fights you put Tony title. on his face? Yeah. yeah, You've done enough. You lost, now you're back. That would be ideal um, for both.
0: I mean, Poirier has to fight somebody too, so that's also a – I mean, maybe Poirier-Gaethi right. run that back. That That's probably – you know, like there's a lot that – but I would say probably they're going to just do Makachev and uh, Oliveira. I, I haven't heard anything from Dariush. He's still coming back from his leg injury, so oh. – that's what I think is going to happen, unfortunately. But, but yeah, I, that, that's that's pretty much all I can say for, for right now. I think
1: Islam has a decent chance of beating Charles. I think it, he just he'll has be to a favorite.
0: He'll be a favorite for sure.
1: Damn, I don't know. You think Islam would be the favorite
0: for sure? For sure. I'm pretty sure I saw uh, like he'll be a large favorite as well.
1: No, whatever, Charles. Oh, I, I think he his take take him down, sit on him, control him, style work, could work. But, like, that's 25 minutes of hell he's going to have to go through. I, I would not trust him to, to avoid one sub or avoid a huge shot. Because if he stays standing, he's going to get fucked up by Charles.
0: That's what I think, too. And right now I'm seeing on the, one of these websites the ref, the reference odds are minus 225 for Islam, plus 190 that's for nuts. Charles Oliveira. So.
1: That's wild. I'm not betting against Charles. John DeWatt. Jones
0: is plus 180 against Francis Ngano as well on here. So <laughs> Well, take that for what it's worth.
1: I don't even know the to think of that. But um, what's next for Mr. Justin? I would say Probably, Connor.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> That's it, right. it, it could be somebody like that. I think it's either going to be – Probably not, I guess, but I, – I like the I Poirier know. fight.
1: Yeah, running back with him. Yeah, it's been a while since they fought, I think. That was the beginning of his UFC career. And he was he was giving Dustin to work until he, he started doing the chicken leg. Uh, maybe that – yeah, I think that would work. Maybe Dariush against Justin. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Truly, I I just said they can't fight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm down for anything. It's it, it's a weird picture right now for 155. Um, you know, with the champion and not being the champion and have beaten the next three guys in line already. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm in favor of anything they do.
0: Agreed. Uh, I agree. And yeah, that's a Gaethje can fight pretty much Poirier. Anyone that's not a guy he's already like other. I mean, just Chandler. It just happened, so we kind of need a little bit of a. Buffer period on that. Other than Charles that.
1: Charles versus Carla,
0: yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and that's a good segue. Let's let's have somebody Ow. fight Carla. Carla is the new women's strawweight champion, and I say that very oh god sadness because I I told you on this didn't I not tell you on this podcast that it, this could happen, that, that, yeah. but not even this way, but that I that I thought she could just find a way to get a victory somehow because that's how the odds were dictating it it was just you know rose too much juice behind rose and i just didn't see what rose was going to do to to carla other than like knock her down or knock her out and i i even i'm i'm trying to like i'm not even trying to give myself credit because i i couldn't have even seen what was what was about to happen or how that fight was going to play out that was one of, and now now let's just get that out of the way that was one of the most disgusting fights I've ever seen in my entire life. Where I sat and watched the whole 25 minutes and felt like I there was not one moment that I can carry away from that fight and say, "Remember when?" Like it's almost yeah. like it never happened. That that's truly like I, I can't believe that both of them just stood there and kind of just were like cool with it. They kind of just punched air for 25 minutes, and, and even. I'll give even Carla a little bit of credit because at least she was pushing forward for some portions of the fight. You know, like yeah. she she was trying at least. And Rose basically was on her bike the whole fight backing up and not even really counter striking or, or letting her get close enough to even do anything. I, I just what, what what are your thoughts on, on this just debacle?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to rewatch it right after we're done. Why? Just uh... a <laughs> why you saw what you <laughs> needed to see. I love so shout to Dimitri Bivol for many things, but one mainly for distracting me from watching mo, uh, some parts of this fight. Yeah, because I guess, I guess they were that's both on, they were on the same time. Yeah, and after a while, I'm like, all right. So the fight has started. We're four minutes into the first round, and neither woman has punched each other. So I'm going to switch over to to Canelo and see him do work. And next thing you know, he's getting fucking battered against the ropes every round. Um, oh man, you know. I truly would not have been mad if it was 50-45 Carla, 50-45 Rose, 47-47 draw. Either like, way. Seriously. I, you know, I so I know they don't, the 10-10 or the 9-9, I, I, whatever you want to call it, for the uh, even rounds. It's not a thing. It's definitely not real because if it was, it would have been for the first round of that fight. But it's just not a thing. You know, they would have to legitimately stand, stand there and do nothing for five minutes. And even if one person took a step forward, they'd win the round. Like... So 10-10 is not a real thing. I still, you know, I don't give a fuck. I would have given that a 10-10. Neither women deserve, or a 9-9. Neither of them deserve to win that. Like, how do you pick a winner in the first round? They were both 4 of 19. That's pathetic. And, like, the four shots, I would love to see the four shots and how they landed. Like, a light kick, a jab, a jab, and a kick. Like, truthfully, Rose was 37 of 136. And Carla was 30 of 133. 27% to 22 that is insanely bad. Rose was one of two on takedowns. Oh, hold on. Maybe I'm looking she at the wrong took, thing. He
0: took her down with the, in the final. One of one five seconds.
1: Carla was two of eleven. Like, there was just inaccuracy everywhere. Everywhere. And, you know, I I I don't know how to score it. I don't know how that's the only reason I want to go back and watch it, is so I can just see how I scored it. And uh, man, that's gonna be hard. I don't even know I don't even want to do it um
0: i don't know why you would but, but dude, that's what you do for the podcast dude that's the that's the kind de- of that's the kind of dedication you have to what's going on here
1: watching it live i was like after a while i was just like all right maybe this round carl is gonna take down like landed elbow or something. something stupid will happen rose will like knock her down and will be like oh my god that was so crazy and they're like they won't do anything i just want something to happen yeah. i am begging a big for a moment jab man. to land i just want a jab can i get a jab Nothing dude the whole fight nothing happened. I mean, I'm glad Carla won. I know you know I I' kind of've kind of done a 180. I've never really hated her truthfully um, but I kind of did I kind of hated myself too. Uh, Alexa Grosso <laughs> and Marina Rodriguez threw parts of those fights so I, 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 I there's plenty of blame to go around all right let me let me apologize to Carla Barza publicly. let me give her her flowers. She's getting married next week all right Rose is with a fucking Pat Barry of all people. You know, everybody loves Rose. I, not me. Not me. I do not love Rose. Nope. But I do like. I do like some Carla. Big fan. I will be at the wedding. Um, just want to get out. Th- get that out of my system before I get a uh, freezing cold take, But um, yeah, she's the champ, and whoever she fights next is going to absolutely smash her. Um, I think.
0: I guess it depends, uh, right?
1: I mean, it's going to be Wei Lee or Johanna, right? Either one of them probably. Smoke her, I mean, she can probably she, she can get some takedowns, I guess, but she didn't even take Rose down. So, and Rose she's not that hard to take down. Her, her, you know, her ground game isn't. Uh, her ground game is good, but she, her uh, wrestling defense is not good. So. Well, may-
0: maybe you know somebody will be aggressive against her and actually try to punch her in the face or put something on her. And you know, listen, I I, I think Rose fell into the whole. Uh, you got to take the title away from me, sort of thing, and kind of let the, all that bullshit get in her head. Oh. And that the, Pat Barry looking like he's like on crack on the MMA hour, saying oh. he's like, "We stuck to the game plan. We stuck to the game plan." You know, it's like, so "What game plan? What, what exactly? What was the fucking game plan? Like to just stand on the outside and kind of just counter as he comes in because you never really you're
1: scared. you were funny scared against Carlos Barza. Marina Rodriguez had her bleeding from every single hole in her body." Like Rose was just, she was looking at her like, I can't take any chances, man. She has, you know, fifteen knockouts in a row. Like, what, what are you? Doing? She wasn't even throwing kicks. She wasn't doing anything. She was anything. terrified,
0: then, terrified to get taken down.
1: That's why I was saying, like, when we when we went over this last week, I was like, you know, I think Carla can win, but just just even even if she doesn't take Rose down a bunch of times, all it takes is Rose being off her game, and she's automatically. It, it, it could go either way. Yeah, like that's all it takes. And she was she was all for game, obviously. And it could have went either way, and it went against her. So, you know, shout out to you if you got, had a had a Carla ticket, cash that, um, like plus two hundred ish. Yeah, really good bet, honestly. I mean, we we even said it. We we both we, we weren't doing it, we weren't picking it, but like you I know, told, it was well, I bet. told her, I
0: told everyone, I'm picking Rose, but I'm I would bet Carla, and I I didn't right. actually do it, but like if I was going to bet on the fight, like that, that was my pick because just the hey man. The numbers are sometimes the numbers, and you got to do what you got to do. That—that's you know, plus two hundred on a champion fight where it's like much closer than that. Uh, give give me that every time. I'll take the chance, and yeah, hopefully yep. somebody out there took the chance based on what we were saying, won some money for themselves. Who's uh, rose get next? Yeah, I guess that's the that's the next logical step here. Is what, you look at, what's next? If
1: you look at if you look at the next like three fighters in, like around her, she's fought all of them twice, isn't that? Kind of crazy. Wei Li, she beat twice. Andrade, she split. Joanna, she beat twice, and she lost to Carlos twice.
0: <laughs> so so
1: uh, she's not. I, I you know she's not getting a rematch. And it's funny because uh, right after the fight, she said she didn't lose. She 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 won. But then I think today or yesterday, I saw she said, "I don't think I won. I don't think I lost. But I don't. I don't think I. I won. definitely didn't but, lose. What? I
0: didn't win. But I definitely so didn't lose. Like, what are you trying I'm to say? Like, okay. Like what are you saying? Um, I would say if so, I'm matchmaking, what
1: you're saying is you want to fight Amanda Lemos.
0: Yeah, was it Amanda Lemos right. has a fight uh, coming up? Michelle right. Walterson Now, I don't know if you saw that.
1: Oh man, RIP. I, to I would have Watterson. her
0: fight Marina Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, I love that. oh uh, Rose and Rose and Marina
0: not. on like a you on a fight night main event, but the you maybe know, not a main event. Well, I mean, maybe like
1: the opener of a main card. I think Dana said he didn't want to headline her ever again. That might have just been a pay-per-view, or she didn't even headline, I don't know, I forget, but, yeah, I mean, something like that would work, uh, I guess, you know, anybody's gonna be excited to watch Rose fight again, not me, um, yeah, I don't, I, truthfully, I don't, I don't know, I don't care.
0: I really, yeah, that's kind of what it comes down to, I just don't care, at the end of the day, and... In theory, you would think Rose would get a rematch to, but they're never going to put that fight on again. So Carla's going to have to lose the belt for for Rose to get a, a title fight again. Otherwise, Great. she's not. They're they're not going to give her that chance again. She's The Dana yeah. White will not sit have himself sit through an, another one another bullshit ass fight
1: like that again. That's just.
0: I don't blame him either. Why in God's it's name? Been- why in God's name would you do that to yourself?
1: It's been five years since Rose fought someone that wasn't Ioana, Andra, Whaley, or Carla. Crazy.
0: Disgusting. Truly, truly disgusting. And uh, I really just don't care. Carla can fight. Yeah, the, probably Joanna or one of those people, the winner of that fight. Awesome. Have fun with that. And, and that, that's that. <laughs> it, it was just like – it, it, it just, it's so disappointing because that was like the Gross. one of the big fights I was waiting for. I was so excited for it and it just – did not deliver whatsoever. Not Shit and that's in our mouth. an understatement, man. Like it was like to the point where I was like we were saying in the third even Joe Rogan's and D C are saying there on the broadcast, this is one of the worst title fights I've ever seen in my life. Like this is one <laughs> of the worst UFC fights. I ranked it up there with some like the other fights that came to mind instantly, worst UFC fights in history. That, uh, uh, and I think you have to say though, that in order for it to be like a worst fight, there has to be some sort of hype behind the fight going into it. And, like, it has to be, like, big names. It can't just be, like, an undercard fight where it's, like, no one's really expecting yeah. it to be a great fight. Like, there's plenty of bad fights all the time. But yeah,
1: every Macy Chase on fight sucks. I
0: exactly. Guess. Like, it, that's not the same thing as one of these. So, Francis and Derek Lewis. That's that's yeah. definitely up there as one of the worst fights. And the other one was uh, Adesanya and Romero. That that Ooh, was the uh, yeah. other one that came that was, to mind immediately. That was the
1: first minute, right, where they were just doing nothing? Yes. Yo Yoel's act like his controller broke or whatever the fuck? Yes.
0: Fact. Yes, and then like he yep. rushed him like one time the whole fight, and that was it. And the rest of it yep. was just leg kicks.
1: What else? What else was bad? That's the only thing um, I can think of on the spot. Yeah, true.
0: But that's that. That was up
1: there. I'd have to rewatch it again. Again, you there you know, go. It's my fucking my uh, my best uh, best uh, best idea not one of them. But I will rewatch it. and rank, rank it among my worst worst fights ever. Um. But, Yeah,
0: I'm done talking about it. So done. Michael Chandler turned uh, Tony Ferguson into a senior citizen on a Saturday <laughs> night with a you know absolutely soccer punt kick from from hell that just put just knocked Ferguson out cold. Uh, it felt bad for Tony Ferguson because he actually looked good for the first yeah, time. The yeah, knocked bad. him down. Yeah, like he that was one of Ferguson's better performances in these last couple outings. Uh, I mean, you saw Chandler walked away with a pretty brutal black eye and, you know, like yeah. cut up and all like he definitely he had to earn it. But, you know, he he he, he just he called it like I, that's the thing, like Ferguson washed or not, whatever you want to say, like that's knocking everyone out. I don't care who you are. You get kicked in the chin like that from out of nowhere. You're going to sleep. You know, like it was just it was one of those shots. Perfect shot, man. That, that's that's that's. It's what we tune in to watch every week, some crazy shit. And Michael Chandler delivers some crazy shit. He's becoming one of those guys, man. He's just must-watch TV all the time.
1: That was crazy. I didn't see that coming. He said he didn't. He, I don't remember him ever throwing. You know, he's not a big guy. He's, he's not a big kick kicker. Kick guy. He doesn't really throw a kick. Especially nothing like that. He said he doesn't even work on it. And it was just open. I mean, Tony is open to get you know put to sleep by anybody. I mean, how long has this been uh, in the works for? Yeah. Um, and it's crazy, and you know he wakes up, doesn't know what's happening. And then the next day, he's like, "Oh, I love this shit, man! Can't wait to fight again! Can't wait to, you know." It's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa wait, wait a minute! What, yeah, like,
0: dude? You, you were just fucking put on snooze alert in the middle of the octagon, man! Like, what? Like it, it
1: went, it went down worse than I thought it was going to, you know, and when worse than I even envisioned it. And you know, even I'm like, "Whoa, that might have been too much for Tony." And now you're like, "Yeah, yeah, I want Connor." Like, what?
0: Yeah. Some guys are just built different, man. That, Tony Ferguson is definitely one of those guys. You, even a, a brain shut off is not going to, yeah, deter him from wanting to be. You know, you give him just a, get in there.
1: I, Gregor Gillespie next. That would be a nice matchup.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it, it, Ferguson just yeah, he just needs a, a lower level of competition. But like, I, I guess I didn't leave this fight saying, "Wow, like he should be cut." Like we were worried about that before the fight. Like he should be cut. He should be this. Yeah. He should be like. I didn't see that this fight. He kind of looked like he should be there. He deserved to be there. He just got caught. And Michael Chandler is, you know, like we've already kind of talked about, like the Conor fight would be perfect for probably both of them because Conor, you know, he could definitely take Conor down or stand there with him, and Conor can easily hit Chandler and probably hurt him, so it's probably a good matchup. Um, You know, I mean, Chandler got dropped with a jab, I believe in this fight, so it's he doesn't exactly Maybe, uh, still take shots well, and he he really like gasses. Not that he like completely gasses out, but he just gets like <laughs> like he's at like E like two, three minutes into the fight, and you're just like, w- what's going on? Like, and then he's like in autopilot yeah. for the rest of the time. Like,
1: <laughs> he died against Charles early, and but against Justin, he just was you know he didn't go away at all. It was weird, and then and he gets a. I think same exact time as his uh knockout loss to Charles, seventeen seconds of the second round. Yeah. I believe he gets uh the win against Tony. Um so I guess yeah, maybe to- Tony and RDA? That would be bad.
0: Tony RDA. Anyone I mean Tony and uh Connor would be awesome, just for the spectacle of it all. You know, that that would be yeah.
1: that would be uh, so he fun. Did beat be RDA a while ago, which I he didn't did. even know. Interesting. Good. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, so he could run that back. I think RDA would kill him. But, um, yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, even a Dan Hooker or someone like that in the lower half of the top 10 or whatever. He's Oof. he's at 10 now. So, I mean, it could be a Gillespie. He could fight up or he could fight down. Like, Ferguson kind of just needs to get in there and get a win. So it doesn't really matter who you match him up with. Maybe, maybe a Gregor Gillespie would be best case because he could wrestle and kind of try to keep him out of harm's way, per se. But, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then Chandler, I would say it's either because he doesn't want to fight Poirier now. He's been saying that he doesn't. So it's either in my mind, it's Poirier. I, you could ideally have Gaethje and Chandler run it back, but that's not that doesn't really make sense right now at the at this time. He's talking about maybe Nate Diaz. Uh, Nate Diaz just kind of needs to fight somebody too. But I don't like. It seems like Chandler doesn't really give that like, a, 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 he does care about the title, but also like he's just down to like have crazy fights and throw down and just like go put these like wars and shows on. So, I think it's a perfect matchup for Connor. I truly do. Uh, 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 off the comeback, I don't know when that will be. I don't know when he'll be ready or when Chandler will be ready, but that to me is the, is the next logical step here.
1: Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to see Connor, Connor and Chandler. I think that's just been we've been waiting for that one since uh since Chandler got signed, I think. At least I have.
0: Yeah. And he you know, he's been setting himself up for it. He he wants it. He wants it bad. So why not why not give it to him? And I would like to see Chandler Poirier. I think that would be an awesome fight too. But uh, I, that's a shame that they they won't do that. Uh, I don't know what the deal with Poirier is. Poirier says he has a fight lined up, or you know he's kind of just talking shit. And now he's like, ah, uh, make the fight with me and Charles. That's the fight to make. And I am like, you must be like. You're turning into Conor now. You're all boozed up watching these fights. Like, dude, you just lost to him. You know, like that's not the fight to make. You know, maybe you think you can beat him. You probably, you know, you definitely could. Anyone can be beaten, but you know, let's. That's not the fight to make necessarily. But yeah, yeah, that's that. Let's. uh, And I think that that's probably the most uh, time we're gonna spend on these fights because the rest of this kind of was not a good scene uh, for the for. The majority yeah. of this card, other than you know, at, uh, I guess would say talking points. So, OSP and his juicy booty uh, got, got a uh, victory <laughs> over Shogun, who uh, uh, split decision. Um, boring,
1: yeah. I thought Shogun won,
0: so did um, I. But I, I can't scream robbery off a fight that, and I don't know how yeah. 30 27 comes in there. But
1: fucking but, pathetic, Rick Winner, fire him. There
0: you go, um, seriously. That's
1: how do you not give the first or second one of them, at least both, to sh- not one of them, the Shogun? Oh my God! Especially the, uh, I think it was the second. Oh man, I don't know. Terrible. Yeah. Awful fight though.
0: It was an awful fight. So that's why I like. Told uh, them both. both. I, I have trouble being like, ah, like he got screwed, you know, like, but yeah, it's just I thought I thought Shogun won at, when at, when the car was, was about to get rung or red, yeah. so. That's that. Randy Brown, Ruboy, gets a victory over Chaos in a close fight. This was another close fight. I don't think necessarily robbery. I think they got this one right. Um yeah. but it, it was a close fight. Chaos looked good for portions of the fight and he was tagging uh Randy Brown, but Randy Brown was kinda just too quick and just a little too elusive for Chaos.
1: Yeah, he looked good. He just it's like after the first round, um, which was close, I think I think Chaos probably won it. He um he just wasn't letting his right at the very end of the first or second, maybe he. That was the first. He threw a couple of straight. He threw a couple of rights yeah. after jabs, and it worked. And then he stopped in the second round. And I was like, "Fuck, man! Well, you know, like I don't know what the I don't know what his plan is. Like he can do so much better, but I still think he fought well. Like defensively, you know, Chaos Williams is tough, man. Like yep. you know, think of the guys he's he's been in been in there with, and you know, he put Miguel Baeza out. Uh, he beat Matthew Semmelsberger in a, in a in a tough fight. He he put Abdul Razaka Hassan out. Alex Murano put him out. So like you know that power carries too. And yeah. for Randy Brown to just you know he wasn't he wasn't you know his defensive style. I think if Carlos Williams had a kick, had a kicking game, Randy Brown might have called a head kick again and got knocked out. He's he's definitely got some uh, bad tendencies. Um, but man, when he's like flowing, he's really good. I just wish he would you know have more output. Um, pretty good fight though, and I thought he won. Uh, Definitely close, especially with you know. I think the knockdowns. Uh, I think there's one, just one, maybe maybe two. Yeah, there's one of them where you know. I think there's the third he got knocked down, but ended up winning. I thought the round he actually kind of rallied, but it was still a little hairy.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it was just a really close fight, and kind of yeah, one of those things where chaos could have made a couple adjustments and. Stop throwing those looping shots where uh, Randy was able to kind of evade them and get himself out of trouble. And he, Randy's head movement, like he was just move, he was moving like awesome, and it just it was just giving chaos problems for you know large portions of the fight. And it was it just that's just kind of what led him to the loss, I would say. Yeah. But uh, Francisco Trinaldo, this is a pick that we got right here. Uh, Danny Roberts, I guess I should say before we go there that the Lozon Cowboy fight got canceled uh cow- cowboy had uh food poisoning that was just maybe that was another thing that could have gave us some excitement or we could have watched an old oh, dude yeah. go to sleep or something like that but
1: <laughs> it that got pushed back to i uh, forget when
0: june 15th split. or one of those there you go. yeah it's in a, it's in a month now so well uh, yeah ca- it. yeah r- write that down on the calendar but yeah <laughs> francisco trinaldo takes care of danny roberts uh he hurt danny roberts for you know uh, there's a that there's a ten good. eight round he in there, rough. yeah. He Danny Roberts it was, was looking two. rough there, yeah. It was round two, but all three scorecards are different: twenty nine, twenty eight, thirty, twenty seven, thirty,
1: twenty six. So yeah, Eric, Eric Colon put put him in the Rick Winter category. Fire him. He gave the first round to Danny Roberts.
0: Yeah, so
1: Don't, not sure how.
0: I just thought it was a dominant performance by Francisco and
1: Ronduba, Forty three, dude. The oldest guy he looked the best.
0: Yeah, he looked good, and, and he just yeah. Dan- Danny Roberts was bigger, uh, but he just wasn't able to kind of get home with that jab on a consistent basis. But uh, yeah. Macy Chason gets a split decision over friend of the podcast, Norma Dumont. That's terrible. Yeah, that that's, um, I-, I didn't exactly necessarily agree with a lot of those scorecards either, but I can't scream robbery because Norma didn't exactly. She kind of let herself get pinned against the cage and just was accepting it. And then uh, I just, that was a horrifically boring fight. Uh, Norma missed weight as well, so that's something you have to uh, take into consideration. Maybe she didn't have exactly the gas tank. Don't know how she's missing at 45 now, but uh, yeah. Uh, Brandon Royval uh, gets fed a a guillotine choke by Matt Schnell, who hurt Royval uh, earlier in the round. Pulled his own guillotine for some reason. And then uh, as he's getting up, just basically fed his neck to Royval, who's Terrible. Obviously much better on the ground than Matt Schnell, and he guillotined him and got him out of there. So there goes Matt Schnell, who continues uh, we kinda talked about this on the podcast, he continues to do this to people and just give himself, you know, or just put himself in these horrific situations. That's just that that's that, right?
1: That's that. Roy Val sub, I think, it was like plus what was it, one seventy five or two hundred? Like I thought that was easy money. Uh, shout out to Matt Schnell for fighting fighting after the death of his mother. Uh, that's pretty tough.
0: Uh, I did not know. Um, that.
1: And he fought well too, for until he didn't. You know, it's kind of the story of his career. It sucks because uh, you know he's he's truly a lot better than than uh, some of his performances are, uh, which sucks. But you know, that's how he, I feel. Like point, he's just kind of. At some like, point, you gotta shore it up. Yeah,
0: you can have all the potential in the world, but if you, you're not able to put it together in the octagon or on fight night, then it's just that. It's just potential. It's you know. It just kind of is what it is, right? Uh, But um, it's not not a guy that you're going to see get cut, I don't think, or not that I don't want to see him again, but he's not at the upper echelon of the uh, flyweight division, so we're kind of going to have to get a uh, competition readjustment, I should say. Uh, But Ivanov wins a unanimous decision over Marcos Ruggiero de Lima, which I don't necessarily know if I agree with unanimous or anything with this fight, but... Uh, that's probably because I had Dilema, and I thought I I was not confident, but I thought he did enough to win the fight, and I I was off big time off because obviously the other all the judges agreed and thought it the other way, so maybe rough, I, maybe I missed something. Watch. Yeah, it was all. I, mean, I guess that's probably why I was just too. I just <laughs> mentally checked out of it and just could care less what was happening at a certain point. Uh, there right, you go. And also, DeLima was throwing uh, violence behind everything in the first round, and then he kind of just slowed down and gassed out. So I guess that's probably what led to a uh, decision loss for him. But Andre Filajo took care of business against Cameron Van Camp. Uh, Easy money. Yeah, that was easy. Uh, Van Camp had no respect for Filajo, which was... Pretty bizarre that's to watch, a, and kept walking into the pocket, and that's what. Probably kind of, the last
1: guy I would just say, yeah, I don't think he's gonna hit me hard. Yeah,
0: and he was just kind of walking in with his chin up and hands down, he and
1: fucking folded him,
0: and he got folded like a lawn chair. So you know, good he, lord, he got uh, he got exactly seat. what was coming to him, and that's that. So Tracy <laughs> Tracy Cortez, rest in peace, <laughs> Tracy, Tracy Cortez, Melissa Gatto.
1: I was wrong. I was wrong. I doubted my girl. I shouldn't have. I'm pretty mad at myself. Yeah,
0: and she just fought one of those like I'm gonna wrestle, hold you down kind of fights, and not let you do your jiu-jitsu yeah. or anything like that. And it got her the victory. Uh, yeah, obviously Ortega is a big uh, factor in these uh, in this corner because
1: I think her wrestling looks a little better. Uh, it still, did look good. You know, still, though, I you know I think her stand-up she has some holes, and still, I think you know Gatto was getting off on a little bit in the second round, and I think she could have won the third, but then she got fucking taken down. Um, which is her fault, you know? Just going for arm bars, which none of them. I think in the maybe in the first there was one, or maybe in the second there was one that was close. But yeah, got this one wrong. But you know, it was close.
0: It was, it was close. But it just she didn't do enough to secure. Yeah. Like you know, like it, it, she. I don't know. It was just kind of you can't do much when the uh, other person's offense is just going to be that wrestling, and your offense is jujitsu and that person's just good enough at defending. Like, Tracy Cortez was good at defending herself from getting armed barred Or She knew the pro- like where, where to be, where to properly put her hands and all that stuff. So it was just she kept herself out of danger. So, I mean, shout out to Tracy Cortez. She looked good, dude. Um, she always looks good. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So CJ C. Uh, with this one was a boring fight. I don't, it was kind of Vegara leaning on the wrestling aspect and was just able to keep uh, Clayton down for a good portion of the fight and wins a split decision. I don't have much to say, to be honest. Um, uh, uh,
1: there's another one. Uh, me, me, me and Mr. Kamijo were in, uh, we were, we were on the same page. I had it first and third to Clayton, uh, biggest favorite on the card. Yeah. T- taking hell. And honestly, I don't know why he was the biggest favorite. I thought he won, but it was close. It was really like, I don't think robbery, like for any of these, I, I don't think robbery at all. Uh, at least most of them, um, you know, he kind of wore down at the, at the very end. and. Uh, it was a decent little fight. I, I, you know, I didn't hate it.
0: So uh, Lupita, she took care of uh, business. Lupi, uh takes care Lupi. of Ariani Carnelosi, who is a person we've liked to bet on here. She got 30-26 on two cards. Um, dominant dominant performance, and uh, she looked good, dude. She did like,
1: look good. Picking her up, and you know, even her stand up, she 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 uh, she looked a lot, you know, very very much improved. Um, I I took her right before the fight started because I had won my Journey Newsome bet. Uh, I took uh, Loopy to win a three round decision minus 105. It was looking a little scary. I mean, she could have, you know, I think she probably should have and could have finished Carnalosi there. It was, it was looking rough. But, uh, you know, shout out to her for getting it done.
0: And Journey Newsome. Shout care to Journey Fernie for getting Garcia. it done. So that was that. Fernie,
1: Gar- Fernie Garcia stinks, by the way. Yeah, it definitely stinks.
0: But, um,. Fight of the night was Brandon Roy Vall and Matt Schnell, which is definitely questionable. But I guess they couldn't shout out to Matt Schnell again fifty K.
1: Yeah, that's I guess they right. couldn't
0: give it to uh Oliver and Gagey due to that, you know, they want to give Gagey a hundred thousand dollars for getting smoked. But um <laughs> that was the fight of the night in my mind. And performance of the night was Chandler and Filajo, which definitely two guys worthy of. I don't know if Filaho knocking out a local a, a local brewery uh, attendant um <laughs> if that's really worth that but they also gave out uh, crypto.com gave out fan bonus of the night money uh paid in bitcoin $30,000 for first place, 20,000 for second place, 10,000 for third place. Can you guess who won the fan bonuses of the night?
1: No, I cannot.
0: <laughs> so first place, I guess I'll start at third place was Charles Oliveira. He gets the 10,000. Second place was Michael Chandler. He wins twenty thousand. First place, Rose Namajunas, wins thirty thousand dollars in Bitcoin for whatever the oh hell she did for that. So there you go. What that, did she do? Um, I don't know.
1: Is it thirty k in Bitcoin today or last week?
0: Uh, I think it's today. I think you got to keep it going, man. You know, like it's they're, they're gonna it buy is. you thirty thousand worth, and you you know <laughs> ride you ride the want. wave, brother. Ride the wave, I guess. So. <laughs> That's that. That's UFC 274. Oh, man. Next week we will, we're gonna get into that the Bl- Blahovich and Rockich fight. But we got a we don't have another event, a big event for another couple weeks. Now we have three weeks of uh, of events, and then eventually on June was this June 11th, we're going to Singapore, and we are watching Glover Teixeira fight. Yuri Prohashka. We are not, but the UFC is going there. Valentina uh, we can try, uh, no thank you. Uh, Valentina and Tal- Talia Santos, Zhang Wei Lee, young Yonja Check. Those are some of the fights that are gonna be on there. And yeah, that fight card doesn't exactly look like a bunch of bangers either. So it's yeah, gonna get slow it's is... gonna get slow here, oh. boys. It's gonna get slow. Uh and it is what it is, I guess. But it's just... two seventy six
1: is gonna be fire. 276 All is going to be
0: fire, but that is a long ways away. So we're going to have plenty to uh, discuss, talk about, and bullshit about for many weeks to come. So, anything else you have to say about the UFC 274? I guess we should get right into Canelo and Bivol real quick before we do this week's call. Yeah. Uh, that, to me, was it was shocking, but you could tell from the very early onset that this guy was, like, Bivol reminded me of just, like, a bigger Triple G who, like, threw more with, like, less power, if that makes sense. Like, he was just in his face the entire fight, constantly throwing shit. And Canelo looked overwhelmed.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, moving up to 175 for a guy who started his career at 154, uh, you know, that's a very bold move. Guys who fight at 175 walk around at, like, 200. Like, Dimitri Bivol is a big motherfucker. And that was his best win. That's the best he looked in his career. You know, if you looked at his previous fights, you know, I not I don't want to say he looked bad, but like he, you know, he wasn't finishing guys. And then for him to fight, you know, Canelo after some of the guys he was fighting, it uh, was a huge step up. So I just yeah. wasn't sure. But you know, he's he's got those Olympic uh, Olympic medals. He's got the uh, amateur gold that he won in St. Pete, not Florida, St. Pete. Um, it, it was just going from you know Umar Salimov to Canelo, and you know he didn't finish Salimov, and you know it, I don't know if it was his first. Not, it definitely wasn't his first fight in the states, but his first in, the, in a little bit at uh, the T-Mobile Center, T-Mobile Arena. He, I think he won nine, uh, ten ten to three. I'm sorry, nine to three or ten to two. Like you know, one fifteen, one thirteen. All three. I don't know. I don't know what how how all three judges had every single round the same. Like that's that never happens. That's
0: fixed. That's what that that's that's known as.
1: Two. Like how obvious can you be? Like you can't be more obvious. You all give you all give Canelo five rounds. How the fuck did he win more than two or three? (laughs) Like he didn't. I think the first four rounds or first five rounds, he might have won one or two. I think it was the ninth where he looked really good. I forget. Um but there was like two. Three rounds that I was like, Yeah, maybe. You're like, that's Canelo, but like that's it. Like, he, he he just the you know, he tried laying traps like he always does against the ropes and Bivol didn't he didn't fall for it. You know, he, he picked his shots against the ropes and he was you know, he was breaking through that guard at a very, very uh early start in this fight. Like whole time, you know, his eventually he'd get through at the very beginning. He was a lot a lot was getting blocked, and that's kinda of why he was losing some of the early rounds, because Canelo's defense was just it was it was ready. But he started breaking through that guard, man. Some of those straight rights were landed hard. Like Canelo was getting beat up, man. He you know, he wasn't hurt and he wasn't getting he wasn't gonna get dropped or finished, I didn't think, but he was getting beat up and just worn down and bullied, really. And I mean, you know, maybe we should have expected that. He's fighting just a bigger dude, you know, even if he can bulk up and look like take all the Mexican supplements and eat all the Mexican meat. He's not you know, he's not a natural 175 fiver.
0: You are one hundred percent right because he's. It's just, I I just saw Danny Green tore his ACL. By the way, but um, yeah, 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 that's to be expected. But uh, I, I just you know, like it was very shocking to see a guy because boxing. It's very rare that when a guy is a favorite like that or he's expected to win in in that fashion that he just gets dominated like that and Canelo was do- like uh, dominated like you said 10 2 9 3 I don't know where they got those other rounds from cuz I Canelo All kind up. of just was uh, it seemed to me like he was trying to wait out the storm and the storm never ended like he was kind of just trying to lay on the ropes and play a little bit of defense and, and do his thing that way but it, it, it that wasn't that wasn't the ideal uh you know path to victory cuz Bivol was just in his face the whole time and whenever Canelo was able to Get him on the ropes and land a couple body shots or power shots. Bivol's defense was sound, you know. Like he just, he wasn't really getting hurt or getting hit with anything hard. So, yeah, it was just. It, How about
1: Bivol saying you will move down the 168 and take all Canelo's belts? Look I that.
0: I love that. Let, That's let, a
1: savage move.
0: Let's do that, dude. Let's watch that. I would like to see that fight again because maybe Canelo kind of took him lightly or something like. Like I, I don't know. I I'm mean, just listen,
1: like, you know, if Canelo fights a little smarter why wouldn't he think he can get a decision? I mean, he almost just did. You yeah. know? Yeah, especially like he, if... It, he yeah, probably they can thinks, f- I can get this.
0: If they can fix the refs again, or the, the fix judges. Fix a little bit better? Yeah. Just, just fix it a little bit more. If he looks a little bit better, and the judges are fixed a little bit better, he could probably win. You're right.
1: One, ju- one judge gave him six rounds against Floyd Mayweather. So, anything can happen.
0: Yeah. Man, there you go. So, that's that. I don't really have much to say other than he just got dominated. And it's, you know... I. I guess we'll see him again in, in six months or, you know, whenever they decide. I don't know if they're going to run that back with the BVOL fight. I don't know what they were going to do. I would other expect him in,
1: like, September, I think.
0: Maybe he's – yeah, I don't know if the Triple G fight's dead now. Who knows? But um, Triple G's probably like, damn, let me fight him now, dude. Like he yeah, you know, I, I slept I can, I can beat him. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, that's about that. So I guess we can get right into the uh, UFC this weekend.
1: Yes, sir.
0: All right, Alexander Rokic and Jan Blahovic fighting this weekend for probably the number one contendership for at least for Blahovic, right? Or not? I mean, yeah. for Rokic, for I mean, uh, yeah, for, I, I guess Blahovic would would maybe need one more if he uh, not even. I guess if he wins, he could probably get a run back, but I guess he ideally, if Blahovic is getting the next title shot, he needs Yuri to win.
1: Yeah, he yeah. he hasn't fought him yet, and that would be a, you know. Polish power against the uh, Czech Republic power. Yeah, um, I think it's where he's from, Czech maybe. Um, yeah, I you know this is a weird fight. I don't know. It's it seems just weird. I think Jan might be uh you know might be on his way out, and I'm not just saying that because because he um you know, he's coming off a loss. He's old man, you know. And the Izzy win was great. The Reyes win was great, but. They, they they had their own little caveats, you know. Is he is he can't fight a two hundred five, or he can hardly you know hardly makes a one eighty five, and he didn't even make two. He was like under for the Yon fight. So, you know, I don't know. I think I'm going Rockets, but rocket is kind of boring, man. Like I think there should be more. He should have a lot more to his game. He should kick more. Uh, he should he should try to you know throw more more ground and pound. Uh, he could have finished Anthony Smith, I think, easily, and uh, he, he didn't. Uh, I don't think he has championship uh, makeup, but I th- think he can win this fight, and I think he can, you know, get a championship fight at two or two five. It doesn't really take much. Year he's two and zero in the UFC, uh, and he might be a champion next. So, you know, all you got to do is get through, you know, one of these older guys at the top, like Jan or Glover, and I guess Dominic Reyes is still—I don't know if he's still around or not. Uh, Tiago Santos, Anthony Smith—you got—you get through one of those older guys. You're good, man. Like Jamal Hill, all he needs is another win or two, and uh, you know he's going to get a total shot. So I'm going to uh, go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. in like a boring, just weird fight.
0: Yeah, Rockich is minus one ninety eight here. Bl- Blahovich is plus one sixty six. Uh, the favorite here is the points, and the TKO is plus two thirty. That seems like something that would be nice—a little TKO uh, uh, of. Bjelkovic. It's not like Blahovich can't be hit or can be hurt either. So, All right? Yeah, I, I do agree with you though. It, the, my instinct tells me that it's going to be a boring fight. They're going to just stand in front of each other and kind of trade here and there. But you know, there's a dire consequences when even, when either one of these guys uh, gets into the, uh, I guess, the danger zone. We should say. But I'm going. I'm going and I'm pretty confident in that minus 190. And it's probably worth it to lay the juice on there. So. Give me that, and then I, I would even mess around with that TKO. I don't like taking points, but you know that's just a personal thing. I don't, I, I can't. I'd rather not bet than sit there and sweat out the points bet. That's truly, Fair. truly how I feel. But I expect to see a, a better version of Blahovich. I just don't know if it's going to me- really mean anything.
1: We'll see. I hope, I hope so, because I truly don't like how Rockete fights, and I think he could be better than he is. Um, but I like Yana. I wouldn't mind seeing him win. Um, I'm just... probably not. If, if maybe the number gets closer to 200, like maybe I would take a shot. I'm not going to bet much on this card, if anything, but there's a couple I'm looking at. I, I'm definitely going to stay away from this fight. It's just like an awkward, just weird fight, you know?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of bad fights on this card that, that we'll get through. <laughs> a, so it's uh, very um,
1: awkward card.
0: The Hulk, Ion Kutalaba, is oh, fighting Jesus. your boy, Ryan Superman Span. Uh, Spawn, sorry. Uh... Does that help? That I that think I don't up? know. I think so. I think I've heard Spawn before, so. He's got
1: to he's got to switch something up. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm going to switch it up for him. But
0: <laughs> minus 225 here for for the Hulk and plus 185 for Ryan Spawn. I I don't like that. I don't like this bet at all. I I this is something I I'm sta- Don't bet this fight. Let me just say <laughs> that. But if you're going to make me make a pick uh, dude, I I guess Kutalaba, but I don't like I don't like pl- minus two twenty on, on a guy like him.
1: No, um, no, definitely not. Like Ryan Span's done some things. Like he's shown that he he can kill, but he will definitely be killed. Uh, Kutalaba round one plus one forty. I think he. Let's see. Damn, they're really you know plus one fifty. Kutalaba TKO slash KO round one. They're really just banking on that to happen, which I think is fair. Like I don't, I don't know where Span beats Kudalov. I think Span has some good striking. I think he has some good offense. Like his, he has some submissions. He has some good striking. He can hurt guys. He hurt Johnny Walker, which you know, who hasn't? Shout out to uh, jungle fight, but you know, he does not like getting hit, and he gets hit, and he doesn't react well. He he's been knocked out three times in his career. He's been knocked out three times going for a takedown. He's been knocked out go on the on the, on the the takedown attempt. That's insane. Three yeah. times. Elbows like, and
0: hammer fist.
1: Johnny Walker did it. Um, Carl Roberson did it on the contender series. Um, and somebody else did it. Did, did Anthony Smith do it and transition to a choke or no? Maybe not. I think so. Um, he rear
0: naked choked him after that. But I think it was like it started that way and then he just kind of – Terrible. Like, so it like, just work, like just absolutely worked him over right. on the ground. Where it was like, what? Why were you even trying to take him down?
1: Like Kudalaba had a draw with Jacoby, and that was kind of gross. It got ugly at the end of the round, end of the third, with uh, Devin Clark. You know, Ankelai is a beast, and he, you know, there's a he's who who else has he lost to in the last like like Ankalaya twice, Glover, Jared Kananir, Misha, Misha Serkinoff five years ago. Like yeah. some good losses. Yeah, you know, like and he had a draw with Jacoby, who's who we rate highly, and, you know, neither of them have good cardio, so anything could go in the third round or second round. Um, But that elbow, the the, the mount knockout of Khalil Roundtree is fucking impressive. So, uh, truthfully, I don't know where uh, Kudalaba loses. Like, he has vicious ground and pound. He's fucking just throws with intensity standing up. If he had Span, even with, like, 50% of a shot, I think Span might not like it. So, uh I'll take Kudalaba. I don't like any of these odds because they're – really high on him and you know
0: i'm not so yeah give me yeah. kutalaba uh it's just i i don't i i wouldn't bet this fight, um, yeah, bet this fight. at all but <laughs> yeah that's just kind of where i'm at it's just like if you're gonna make me pick i don't trust ryan spen i don't trust uh kutalaba, but like you just lay, laid it out like the losses to Kutu, from kutalaba is much better the strength i always am a big strength of schedule guy because uh, what else can we base it off of it 's not the end all be all but it 's something that you need to you got to look at something when you 're making these bets and Ryan Spann ha- losing to Johnny Walker and just getting put in horrible situations early in fights by some of these guys is just not good, so yeah, I like that co first round too that's that's a nice uh, nice bet there. This is another horrific, horrific uh, fight here. Louis Smolka uh, formerly supposed to fight uh. Sugar Sean O'Malley, he's fighting Davy Grant, yeah. <laughs> and what do we got here? Minus three hundred for Davy Grant. <sighs> I'll be honest, I don't
1: like that. I, no. I think that's, I think that's, you know, you're minus three hundred for a guy who almost lost a Gregory Popov. <laughs> like that dude's terrible. <laughs> I, you know, I think maybe Davy Grant should be the the um, the side here, but. That's mainly just because Smolka's very inconsistent. You know, like, Davey Grant had a split decision loss to Yanez, but he did not. You know, that was a, that was a clear loss. And, you know, the Cheeto fight, Cheeto gives away the first round every fight. So, like, after that, he got worked. You know, before that, he, he was knocking out Martin Day and Jonathan Martinez, and it took him a while to do that. Uh, I, I think, I, I don't know, I, I like Smolka. I think he's pretty good. You know, his last loss to Morales was rough. It's the one thing he couldn't do, and he did it. Took it overhand right. Uh the Casey Casey Kennedy team was rough because there was a one arm guy. Schnell put him in a triangle. He has some rough losses, but I don't know. I I, I think I rate him higher than than Mark, uh Martin Day. Uh Davy Grant. I think I think I might take him plus two thirty five. I mean, like, you know, who who are we talking about here? Davy Grant? Like, come on.
0: I like Davy Grant here. Uh, it's just based off the fact that I can't trust Louis Smolka, and but I don't like that number at all. So terrible. I'm picking him, but I I'm not betting him. Yeah, that, that's truly Fair. don't. You, that's too high of a number. And if you want to, if, if, if by proxy, if you want to just take the Smolka there because he's, you know, that's that's the right number, then by all means. But
1: plus six fifty. I don't hate that sub. You said, yeah. Wow. I don't hate that. Probably won't happen, but there, I I. That could be his path to victory. So we'll
0: see. This is a pretty good fight here. On the uh, uh, um, snuck in here on this uh, main card is uh, Caitlin Chukagian's fight in Amanda Hebas. And let's see what the odds are telling us here. Hebas is plus one hundred and fifty. Chukagian minus minus one hundred and seventy. Uh, what well, that's an interesting line right there. It's I mean Hebas obviously the young up and comer. Chukagian, kind of that all oh, the ultimate gatekeeper. So, you know, she hasn't. She's been putting down all of the contenders for the most part, other than, you know, Shevchenko and Andrade and people like that. But, I mean, in her last three, Calvillo, Alrujo, and Maya took care of business against them. What do you What do you make of this? Do you, I mean, is Heba's ready for this? Do you think? Do you think she will find success? I mean, this ain't no Virna John Johnjaroba, but you know, I right. And she didn't look good in, um, in the the, the Marina Rodriguez fight. So,
1: no, she doesn't like take. She can't take a shot. Her chin's pretty cooked. Uh, the p- good thing is that Caitlin Chukagin does not hit hard, and she doesn't really hit. She she makes noises, but she doesn't really true uh, punch you. Um, I think Amanda, I you know, I think Chuk's bigger, but I think Amanda is very strong too. I think she, she if she gets this to the clinch, she could work her way to the ground you know she's not very very uh she won't shoot much and she doesn't i guess go for takedowns as much as she should but if she gets her on the ground man i think she works choke at least controls her i think she could definitely sub her i, I don't know if she will i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't mind taking a shot who was around plus yes plus 700 uh he sub i think she, she she's legit man i think she was a a judo or um brazilian j- or jiu-jitsu like in for the brazilian national team like, a while ago or some shit like that like I'm pretty sure she's like legit, legit. She just doesn't it seems like doesn't really show it off, which is weird. Um she, she did against Paige, though, shout out to that. That uh take a week I think he boss wins. I'm gonna take her I, I just think I don't know, I think she's better. And I think she's you know, she's fought some tough competition. She's been through some you know, she's been knocked out a couple times. I think she can she can handle Chuke's just grunts and loud noises. I, I think she could do fine standing up. If she gets it to the ground, I think she's got the clear advantage. So give me He Boss money line.
0: It is concerning, though, that she's going up from 115, right? Like, I, I, that is yeah. an element of this that you have to consider because, I mean, she she's going to be, I mean, she's going to be, the, like you said, she's going to be the bigger fighter. Is she going to be able to take her down? I know other people have tried, and, you know, Valentina was successful, but that doesn't yeah. say much. Valentina's successful against everyone, so...
1: I think Amanda can. She's gonna have to. She's gonna have to fight a good fight. It's gonna like truthfully. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't. I, I don't know. I think she can. I think it should be a little closer to like a pickem. So, I, I, and I think Chook's. I, I think her best days are behind her anyway. So, yeah. Give me. A, give me my girl Amanda ebos
0: Yeah, I just. I can't go against Chook. She showed me enough where. Every time she goes out there, she puts it on these girls, the Jennifer Mayas of the world and, you know, fighters like that. I, I know Hibas' ground game is nice. I think if she gets on top or is able to land a takedown like that, then she will find success. But I don't know. I just, I just Unless she hurts her on the feet, that's where I think uh, Amanda Heboss's key to victory here is. If she's able to land something that puts Chukagian on notice and changes – the aggressive nature in which in which Chukagian fights. Uh, give me Chuk, give me Chuk, and I'll just take the money line. I don't like any of the. Uh, I mean, probably points if you are gonna. I mean, it's probably not even worth yeah, betting definitely. it. But that would be that would be the path to victory. So let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the card here. Frank Camacho. Here we go. Everyone's favorite fighter, Frank Camacho, But <laughs> right, Manuel Torres, Mr. Manuel Torres. I know you are a very uh, big fan of El Loco. He uh yeah. is making his UFC debut coming off the contender series of a two minute knockout of Colton Unglund, uh, which Bum. is quite a name. Uh yeah. Don't care, if I'm being completely honest. This is a garbage ass fight. Uh Camacho's plus one hundred five. Gimme gimme this new guy. Uh, how about that?
1: Yeah. Um I got some I got some thoughts here. All right. Um I I can't find Camacho myself, what the fuck?
0: Think I think he some... wins
1: by. I think he wins by. He should. He should. Um, this guy's. This guy's not good. Um, he <laughs> fought on the contender the contender, the contender. the contender week that had uh, Basharat and uh, um, Omar Gaziev. Uh, somebody else. That was a pretty good week. Um, you know, he the guy he beat was stinks. Man, he's been knocked out multiple times on the contender on the regional scene. Uh, Colton England my ass. Other than that. Uh, this this Torres dude has fought nobody, no a bunch of nobodies, and he's been uh, he's been submitted twice. And the one guy he got submitted by was like real low level. La Rania, Mahatma Garcia, Avalos, like nine and nine. Let's do this. Dude is. So, I, truthfully, this Manuel Torres dude stinks. Sadly, the last time we saw Franco, Frank, Franco, Frank the Crank, Camacho, terrible nickname. He was getting smoked by Justin James in like a minute. So that was two years ago. Yeah. So truthfully, you know what the fuck? What, you know what are we going to expect here? Yeah. Um, you, that's the
0: big thing. Is like <laughs> you get you get uh, obliterated yeah. by Justin James, like <laughs> like blown off the map. I remember watching that out in my backyard that night. Like that was pre. Holy COVID shit! For
1: me. I didn't have COVID at that time.
0: Oh, tr- I was going to okay. say I was like, dude, that shit was going on then. Like,
1: no, I didn't have it. I I didn't have it. It was a, it was worlds ago. I was a whole different person. A blade. That, that was. <laughs> Blades, yeah, Volkov. How, that,
0: that was That's what the night, night of that fight was, dude. Blades and Volkov. That's how long
1: ago that was. And he got detonated. Josh Emmett, um, Burgos,
0: Pennington, Renal. Oh, my God.
1: Give me, give me Camacho plus 200 inside the distance. I think he runs through this bomb.
0: Bilal Muhammad and Lyman Good? <laughs> Roosevelt Roberts and Jim Miller?
1: Roosevelt Roberts lost that fight.
0: He did. He got armbarred.
1: Yep, I bet on him. I don't know why.
0: Oscar Prijota give
1: right. me Mr. Camacho, give me the crank dude, give me the crank one out Jesus. he needs a victory he needs to get back on the winning track
0: um yeah, so Camacho's last couple of fights are his la- I think the the Jane's fight was at fifty five was it I can't, yeah yeah, I'm trying to find it real quick. It was F fifty five and it looked he used to be at one seventy, correct? I mean a couple of these guys other guys are one hundred seventy years. Well, yeah, and this
1: Torres dude, I, I I don't know. I think this I think Camacha should just get a win. I think he needs one, and this Torres guy is losing the guys who are like five hundred. He's getting knee barred and shit. I think Camacha should find it find his neck or something. All I right. bet it.
0: Yeah, I, I just God that, that feel I'm I'm going Torres. Give me the give me Torres. Go el loco. Yeah, give me El Loco, and I'm gonna go loco if he fucking hits this for me, <laughs> dude. Uh, Jake Jake Hadley, he's a uh, like a young up and coming prospect, right? I mean English Englishman, I believe. Who? Uh,
1: yeah, so you know he's a fraud, but oh boy,
0: who <laughs> contender series fought Mitch Raposo, who was coming off of the Ultimate Fighter, rear naked choked him in the second round. Doesn't exactly have the most stellar. Um, oh my god.
1: Typical Cage Warriors uh, record, if you will.
0: All right. So in his th- in his third professional fight, he fought a guy who was 0-24. Mr.
1: <laughs> Mister, uh, Mister Reese Street. yeah, oh, dude, he's got a great nickname.
0: A Nightmare on Elm. Reese Street, dude. <laughs> Reese, a Owen Nightmare 39. on Elm Street. He's what? 0-39. Oh, <laughs> Here you go. This is another one to compete. With uh, John Spencer, dude, this is another one. He's had two bouts excluded from this due to severe mismatch. Um, I I don't understand how that can be because he's a mismatch for everyone.
1: He has an unknown result fight.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they take they. Oh my god! And he's got he was five and forty four, five and forty four in his amateur record. That's rough TKO TKO TK like Jesus dude arm triangle strikes head kick TKO TKO <laughs> head kick rear naked choke punches guillotine guillotine ground like come on
1: man eventually you got to give it up
0: <laughs> like at a certain point you got to be like dude just go work at fucking Wendy's or something or get a real job he's bro
1: go in the distance he's not even leaving the first round ever all That's right. in, He's not even leaving the first minute That's in most situations. That's fucking decisions.
0: unbelievable, dude. He's getting smoked in these fights.
1: So Jake Hadley... Uh, you might beat this ran. dude's ass. I don't know, man. He's a nightmare on Elm. He is a nightmare uh, Jake Hadley, that. it only took him a minute and a half. All right, yeah, so uh, which, that was no problem. Yeah, I, um, I like him. I think he's pretty good. I think he's a good wrestler. I think this Nascimento dude's okay, but he went. To, he, he had close fights with Paiva and Beckoff, But... He likes to just sit sit in guard and try to get like submissions, which you know is fine at all. But Jake Hadley's Jake Hadley's a pretty good prospect. He's a really good wrestler. I think he uh,
0: keeps himself I out mean, of danger, just, probably. That's yeah, I think he just.
1: I think he just the the white kong, which is just terrible. Uh, I think he gets it done yeah, here.
0: Seems very racist, but um, <laughs> yeah. Give give me the white kong, uh, whatever that means. Give me Jake Hadley <laughs> minus two twenty for the record against a plus one seventy. Nascimento plus one eighty as well. So wherever you guys like to bet, Vivian Arujo and Andrea Lee. This is a nice fight, too, Dude.
1: Yeah, I like
0: it. These, these fights are kind of buried down here. Arujo <laughs> ten and three. Uh, wow, this is this is one of your picks. Andrea Lee minus one twenty against an Arujo against uh, is a plus one hundred. What, what is your pick?
1: Vivian money line. Give me Vivian. Wow. I think I think she could fade in the third. She's done it before. Uh, you know, she didn't, she didn't beat Chuk, but Chuk's, Chuk's hard to beat. We'll see, you know, we'll see about that this weekend with, with e Um, they both, you know, I don't like MMA math, but I think they both fought a completely different fight against Roxy. Um, Vivi got it done like she should. She also beat Montana De La Rosa, which is a good fight. She would be Jessica I, but she fucking faded. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't love Andrea Lee. I think she's tough and she's very durable. Um, she got the stoppage of Cynthia, but I think Cynthia's done. To be completely fair, uh, she could have she could have um, got that finish over Antonino at any time. Yeah, um, but you know she didn't look good against Roxy
0: oh, at all. That's not a good. It's not a good loss to have on your record, man.
1: I, I think Vivi's better standing up. I think she's better on the ground. Uh, I think you know Andrea Lee, Andrea Lee gets taken down every fight. She gets some, but she also she gets taken down literally every fight. I think Vivi's probably going to go out there and she should look to take her down early and try to see if she can wear her down before she gasses out. And if it's on the feet, man, I think she's the better striker. I think she can hurt Andrea Lee. I think she's, just, she's got more to her, to her striking game than Andrea Lee. Andrea Lee is a, has a good power jab. Um, she sometimes throws combos, but she, you know she's not quick. She doesn't hurt people. Um, so give me Vivi at even money.
0: So the night that uh, she fought Roxy, you want to hear some of the fights that were going on? Uh, yeah. the main event was Michelle Watterson versus Angela Hill, which I know you were <laughs> you were riveting. You were you were tuned in that night. But
1: insane that that was ever a main event.
0: Otman IZITAR defeated Kamaworthy Worthy via TKO in the first round. Roxanne was yep. able to get the victory against Andrea Lee. Ed Herman, Kamoran, Mike Rodriguez. Remember he like faked the knee the nut shot? He was dying, and, right? Yeah, and then he like came back oh, and, yeah, remember that? Uh, Bobby Green oh, and Elaine God. Patrick. Shout-out to Lane. He's, we're going to talk about him in a little bit. And Billy Q took down the illustrious Kyle Nelson. So,
1: Shout-out to Tampa.
0: Yeah, enough's enough. So I don't even know why I click on some of these. Uh, I'm going Andrea Lee. I'm done losing money on her. There you go. Uh, I don't uh, feel confident in Viviana Rougeau, and that's that. So –
1: we're going to be on some opposite uh, decisions here. Well, but, you
0: know, the way I look at it is I'm tired of somebody's got to make some money. So, we, we, you know, <laughs> one, one of us will. I probably won't even bet half these Probably won't that be pay. me. And, and yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Michael Johnson, the menace, 19 and 17. Oh, man. Elaine Patrick, 15 and 3. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I, I struggle to find uh, words or picks here <laughs> for this one. Um, he was getting destroyed by Mason Jones. Then they never made that fight back up again. Now he's fighting. You know he's coming off two losses to Bobby Green and Scott the the Hot Sauce Holtzman. Um, yeah, you know uh, Michael Johnson's not good either. So it, it's he's coming off three straight losses. With Clay Guida, four straight. I'm sorry. Clay Guida, Tiago Santos, Stevie Ray, <laughs> and uh, Josh Emmett. So yeah, Tiago
1: Santos.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tiago Moises. Moises. Oh a like, Yeah, wait Ar- a minute. His last win against Artem Lobov. <laughs> oh
1: my god. It's Give me Patrick. Right. <laughs> Give me Patrick. I,
0: I don't even I don't even feel confident about this, but I am not betting Michael Johnson again. Give me Elaine Patrick. And he finishes away that he finishes this fight. There you go. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> All right, the pick here hasn't finished a easily. fight since
0: 2013.
1: <laughs> the, the 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 pick here is Michael Johnson by KO, TKO or disqualification plus 285. You he's really? going to he's he listen, he still got some power. He's still He still got some power in that hand, all right? One of the hands. He almost knocked out Arben Lobov, all right? It almost happened. Oh my he knocked God. out Dustin Poirier. Fun fact. Just a couple years ago. Yeah, twenty
0: sixteen. That was a long time ago, dude.
1: Almost knocked out Habib. Last person, no, he the did. person went around. Only person went around against Habib. That's not Michael true. Michael Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Johnson inside the distance. Michael Johnson's getting his win. He needs to get back on track. He's had a rough go at it. He's fighting he's fought a murderous row of opponents. So it's it's good that they're giving him a guy whose name is Alan Patrick.
0: His he nickname stinks. is New Get.
1: Um, yeah, you
0: know he stinks though. So it's he's. he's let me just say, don't bet he's this. 38. Fight. He's
1: thirty-eight. He's thirty-eight. He's older than Michael Johnson somehow. I think this guy's beyond fried. Um, I think that eye poke is really what's going to set him back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Michael Johnson. Give me Michael Johnson. <laughs> hey, you know what?
0: I don't like the way Patrick looks. Yeah. I don't think he looks too like happy to be up there. Although he did take out Stevie Ray, right?
1: and Stevie Ray is, has a good win over Michael last, Johnson. And the last
0: time he fought was twenty twenty <laughs> September of twenty twenty. Oh no, I am sorry, I am forgetting the eye poke last June. So yeah, I mean it's been almost a year. When's the last time Michael Johnson got in there and took a fat L? Um, all it's been right, a while. so February of no, last um, year. So yeah, you know, I am staying with it. Fuck it. I mean, either way, you can't really <sighs> fucking win here. So give me Patrick.
1: <laughs> Patrick. Alright. Alright.
0: Verna, and here's,
1: here's a big, big
0: Jesus. big
1: spot right here. This is
0: this is fucking brutal. Uh Verna and Angela Hill. Let's see. We got minus one ninety for Verna, plus Plus one sixty for Angela Hill.
1: Angela Hill is trying to get back to five hundred.
0: We, we hate Angela Hill on this podcast, so I, I think we're probably both gonna fade her. Am I correct?
1: Verna, by sub, is plus 275. Lock it the fuck up. She should be able to submit Angela Hill. If she has the knee braces sleep. on,
0: then we will get the victory. <laughs> but Angela Hill is just not... If she like, doesn't,
1: something, something's up.
0: Angela Hill will probably lose a split decision and will continue to carry on about it for months on end and say that she won the fight when she didn't do enough to win the fight. But wins against Ashley Yoder... Luma Luke Buname, Hannah Cyphers, Ariani Carnalosi. those are the kind of names that we're we're getting. Jody Escabel, that's one of your favorites.
1: Oh my god. Give me Virna. Um Angela Hill fights four times a year, I think. Which is so bad for my mental health. But you know, shout to her. The um, yeah, last one was Ashley Yoder. Was that- What are you saying? No, I was going
0: to say, Virna's strength of schedule isn't much better, but at least she's fought Amanda (laughs) Hebas and Mackenzie Dern and stuff like that. and It's not getting finished by them, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) She, uh, you know, listen, Angela Hill is due for a split decision loss that she uh, thinks she won. All right, she's due. It's been a while. It's been since Christmas. All right. Um, She got on by Random Marcos a minute ago. That's, I think, her only. uh, Rose and Carla also rear naked choked her. I mean, that's high-level competition, but I don't think her jujitsu is just up to the level of uh, Karkara. I don't know what that means. Maybe it means uh, Verna or something. Um, that's really all that Virna's trying to do. I mean, uh, she's having trouble.
0: You cut Kodak, go ahead. What were you saying?
1: My bad. Um, no, Virna, she, I, I just think she gets a sub. No, nothing much else, else to do. I mean, it's really her only path to victory. It's like what she has to do and what she does. Uh, I just don't think Angela Hill stops it. So give me Verna sub plus two seventy five. I'm playing that straight up. Also going to parlay it with uh, something.
0: Love it. I I actually just I I like Verna straight up. I I, I Angela Hill is tough, so I think she'll find a way to fuck me over and take take my money that way. So I'll just probably throw it in a parlay.
1: Here's another huge spot. This is yeah. huge.
0: Carlos Candelario. Is that what you're talking about here? The, yeah, the, the cannon. The can. Is that his nickname? Yeah. Wow. New England. Don't trust guys that from there. But uh, <laughs> Tetsuro <laughs> Tayara, He's uh, a yeah. Japanese legend uh, who's probably 12 years old. Oh my God. He actually is 22. He's, so
1: he's tw- I don't know about that. Well, you know, we'll but um, check the record books.
0: He's coming off of a huge rear naked choke of Alfredo Muayad in uh, in VTG uh, VTJ to 2021, which is a Valle Tudo uh, promotion. So
1: you're talking he, about the same Alfredo Alfredo Muay who who is nicknamed Mono Khan Navaja? Uh
0: I believe, yeah. Or nickname yeah, yeah. this real name. That um he's fought absolutely no one that I've ever heard of before. So yeah, that's uh, these these are the guys we're talking about here. Uh, Alfredo, Shudo, Alfredo was able to bounce Shudo back for Japan. the record.
1: <laughs> here we he go. Yeah he, did he get a, that yeah,
0: he did get a victory. But um he's pretty good.
1: The, the Japanese Shudo scene is not very good. I mean, this guy was thirty eight and eighteen. Yoshiro Maeda, brother of Kenta, formerly the Dodgers. No, um three draws in a row. Wow, on the same night. That's how does that happen? Japan. (laughs) Back to back to back draws. Japan. Wow.
0: (laughs) That's all I got to say about that.
1: Yeah. So this Tatsuro Tiger guy, he has a lot of hype behind him. Uh, I don't know. He's only 22. He's fought a bunch of nobodies. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen him fight. I can't really put too much stock behind him. Uh, They want to hype him up. Dana White's trying to find, you know, some Japanese fighters. He's minus two fifty, which is crazy. Um, Mr. Oh, lost the tab. The tab is gone. I have to find it.
0: You're talking about God, the Cannon?
1: No, yeah. Um, the Cannon. Let me just go off of my uh, my memory here. He's older. He, he, yeah, I believe he's great. I have to bring this tab back up. All right, he's 30, I believe. He, uh, if he if he was given more time, I think he might have beat. Uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Altamirano, Victor Altamirano. Um, it was a pretty close fight. He just short notice. He, um, short notice. He fought. I think two one week two weeks notice, and he looked good. And Altamirano's in the UFC, and he's getting wins. He's pretty good. I, I'm not, you know, I, don't, I think he's pretty. I don't rate him too highly, but he's okay. Um, and I watched that fight. I thought Candelario looked okay. Um, other than that, uh, you know, he hasn't really beaten anybody. He was in CES. Um, you know that he didn't fight anybody great. He fought this Restrepo guy twice. so That's cool. Um, I've seen him fight, and I thought he looked okay, and he fought, lost to a guy who I think is pretty good. So just for that, uh, you know, I'm going to take him plus 200.
0: Yeah, give me the plus 200. He came off of a 4 like if you think about it, he was kind of like a four-year layoff, essentially. He, did, he fought in 2017 in Contender Series, didn't get uh, the contract, and then came back, fought CES in 2021, August, and then he, a month later, is fighting on the Contender Series, and then you haven't seen him since then, you know? So...
1: He was the co-main at that CES event for John Howard, who was the main event.
0: Yeah, so like, and I imagine he probably <laughs> he probably got a, a full camp here, or at least somewhat more than he did for the, the Altamirano <laughs> fight. So, yeah, I, I like the plus two hundred here. I just don't trust guys like uh, Tiara who come from Japan and really haven't fought anyone. You know, I I'd, I'd just yeah. if it's, I don't see uh, much of you know a lot of what he's. I mean, it does have. His last three are, are submission victories, triangle, rear naked, rear naked, you know, but I don't know. It's all, it's all, he's fighting for the most part in all these warm up fights, like all Japanese dudes who 38, subway 18, workers. yeah, 24 and 13, like these guys are just doing this shit for fun. This guy has two belts around them. Uh, like where are these belts from? You know, like
1: what kind of belt? Is that the subway belt?
0: Yeah. The guy, the guy has lo- local, local uh, congressman belt of the year or something like that, but
1: I'm yeah. pretty sure Jared Almazan. I saw him last week. I, I don't know if he was in the street. He's begging for money. I think he was. I'm not sure. About. Come on. So. come on.
0: But uh, <laughs> nah, you know, I just don't trust him. So give me Candelario. Give me the. Uh, if if it was the other way around, I probably would do the same thing and bet T- uh, Tiara plus whatever money. It's one of those fights. So that's that. Uh, we got one more
1: bigger spot here, man. This is a Huge. this is
0: kind of a bigger fight to be buried at the bottom. Maximov, who is the ultimate crotch sniffer, is fighting Andrei yeah. P- Petrovsky, who <laughs> is a crotch sniffer as well, but he's a little bit more offensive yeah. with his grappling, I would say. Uh, Maximov, big favorite here for what what the odds would yeah. tell you. My, minus 350, minus 370, 380, 400 on some of these things. Plus 190 for uh, – I'm sorry, plus 280, plus 300 for Petrovsky. Uh, I, I like Maximov here.
1: Yeah. Um it, it's a little alarming that it took Petrovsky three rounds to get Yao Zhang's who. Who? Yeah, that's who. And Michael Gilmore out of here. Those guys, I I'm telling you what right now, if I ever saw Michael Gilmore on the streets, I would put him the fuck to sleep. All right? <laughs> no you that would not lose to everybody. <laughs> and he gets finished. Yes I would. He gets finished by everybody. He's a big dude, dude.
0: Took, He'd put you to bed.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I would wake up. Alright. He's not even that tall. <laughs> We're the same. We're same height. Um, Petrovsky is okay, but he fades really easily. Um, he has a grappling win over Phil Hall, so his grappling not garbage. But like, I think Maximov is just going to wear him down, and by the time he's tired, Maximov plus let's see plus three hundred sub, give me it.
0: There you go. Uh, I I don't. Yeah, I, I could see Maximov finishing him. I I just think he's probably going to just get on top or ride his back and just. Do nothing the whole time, like he kind of did the last time. So, um, yeah, I got to get off Michael Gilmore's page right now and, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, remove myself from this situation. Now, Petrovsky's good. All I just think it, this right isn't a good now. matchup for him. You know, like it's if you're going to, it's kind of like a Tracy Cortez style of uh, wrestling, grappling, where I'm not going to let you do anything to me. I'm just kind of going to. Keep myself in this offensive position and land shots, and just be very conservative with the grappling. I say, and not give position up. Smart. Yeah. Not necessarily exciting though. So, yeah, give me Maximov, and I can see the submission if you want to dabble on that. But uh, I would probably use Maximov as a parlay piece. There you go. And that's that. That's UFC Fight Night this weekend. Uh, enjoy the enjoy the card, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know when it starts, and I don't truly care, but I will be watching. I imagine it's a later we'll later later start time. Six, six. yeah, yeah, so um that's that uh anything else you wanna get off your chest before we get out of here we're gonna do more new, we're gonna well, do yeah. like news notes uh next week's gonna be a uh more of an update of the pound for pound rankings and things of that nature. But we're going to do a lot of housekeeping for the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast next week. But this week, was yep. we had a lot, we had a big UFC event this past. We had Canelo. I didn't really want to just squeeze in uh, at the end here. I wanted to give all that shit it's necessary time to be talked about. Next least, week
1: will be like a week preview and a week recap probably. So yes. definitely some... Uh, We'll have time to... Clean it up.
0: Yeah, we'll have time to house clean and get some stuff done. But do uh, you got anything yeah, else? MVP.
1: We, we got MVP in like a couple hours. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Leona Machida is fighting another one of the Edwards brothers. I keep forgetting how many there are because Jeff Neal's brother fought one of Leona Edwards' brothers. But now there's another one, Fabian, who's fighting the co-main against Leona Machida. Fabian I fought
0: uh, Vanderford.
1: Con- uh, yeah, lost lost. Yes. Uh, Kano Watanabe is back. She's fighting Denise Kielholtz. They're fighting after Paul Daly fight, so that just shows you how far he's fallen. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that, for uh, Logan Storley MVP. Um, other than that, we got – so Saturday we got Brian Castaño, Jermell Charlo, too. So the boxing, we're keep, we got a loaded boxing schedule. I told you a couple weeks ago we're going to have something almost every week. And last week was Canelo. This week, Jermell, Charlo, Brian Castaño rematch. They had a draw. This is for Jamel's WBC, WBA, IBF, and Charles, uh, Brian Castaño's WBO junior middleweight titles. They are unifying at junior middleweight. I think I got Jamel Charlo. Last fight, I think he might have lost. Castaño was, was not backing down from him. Um, it's going to be a fucking great fight. It's on, it's, um, is it on Showtime? It's on Showtime for free. Uh, on the undercard, you have one of the biggest, one of the best prospects in boxing from Philadelphia. Jerron, Boots, Ennis... He is fighting Custio Clayton from Canada in a 12-round welterweight fight. Jaron Ennis is next uh, at welterweight. Watch out for him. He might, you know, there's Spence and Crawford, and Charlo's are they're both up a little bit. Uh, you got Javante Davis, who's down a little bit. You got Chikor Stevenson. Jerron Boots Ennis is the one to watch. Shout out to Philadelphia.
0: You think Charlo gets it done?
1: I think he does. I think he makes some adjustments this time. I think he uh, maybe doesn't expend as much energy trying to get him out of there. Uh, Christine, he you know he he should know better now after fighting him twelve hard fucking rounds that he was lucky to get out there with a the draw. Um, I think he I don't think he's as good as Jamal, but he his power and speed are definitely uh, his, his power is better than I thought. Um, he just fights like a fucking idiot sometimes, man. I don't I don't truly understand, you know. But he he avenges Tony Harrison loss, um, and then after he knocked out Tony Harrison in the eleventh, he came out and he knocked out Jason Rosario in the eighth, so. Um, yeah, I think he gets it done. I think he might even be able to finish Casagio. He's both Charlos are are um, you know when they're, when they're when they're truly tested is when you see the best of them. So give me the higher Man, Jermel. Give me like a tenth round finish.
0: Minus two thirty. That's not that's not a bad number to uh, get a boxer at like that. Uh, is, exactly. Is Kovalev's fighting this weekend.
1: Sergey Kovalev is fighting Tervel Pulev. Uh, Triller Fight Club. The I, I believe he is related to Kubrat Pulev. Who's was also on this card. So he was fighting this weekend, um, yeah. Evan Holyfield, the yes. son of Evander, is also fighting on this trailer fight, fight card. Um, there's also, actually, Gilberto Ramirez is fighting also this weekend. Badu, Badu Jack. Jack. is getting in there again. <laughs> um, so tomorrow, we had, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're fighting in the, in the actually, I don't, that fight might get canceled. So <laughs> Badu
0: Jack, actually, craziness. Is, wait, Kinella, fi- no, is he fighting uh, a local uh, mechanic? Floyd was
1: supposed to fight some, yeah, Hani Atayo. So, Floyd and Anderson Silva are supposed to fight tomorrow in Abu Dhabi. I'm sure you didn't forget about that boxing event. It has now been canceled after the death of the UAE president. Wow. He is dead. He is no longer alive. Um, so, well, you, we don't get Floyd on top of the helipad. We don't get Anderson Silva. Um, I know. I was looking forward to both. Floyd was supposed to fight Don Moore.
0: Who the fuck is that?
1: He's good. Uh, sadly... Sheikh, Sheikh Khalifa bin Zayed Al-Nayan did pass away. So rest in peace to the Sheikh Khalifa. Is he, he a uh, rest
0: in peace or is he a rest in piss situation? Because uh, I feel like I a lot know, of those so guys over there aren't really good dudes.
1: <laughs> it seems like he brought uh, the United Arab Emirates closer to the U.S. Take that for what you will. Uh, he did that though it's something he did maybe so we'll get a, a uh,
0: we'll, yeah. we'll get a news guy on here to come and discuss some of his exploits uh, <laughs> uh, in, in the States <laughs> and over in the UAE god bless to the, all over there the
1: floyd fight is off The anderson silva's fight is off i know anderson silva's going to fight bruno machado that dude is a savage um so we're going to get anderson silva there against jake paul we're going to do this we're going to do it guys i
0: hope so man Hope so, and hope we can see. Hope someone puts uh, an end to the charade once and for all.
1: Uh, in two weeks, I have one of the biggest bets I'll ever have for boxing. It's at the end. Actually, it's at the end of. It is, it's in two weeks. Yes, it's not this Saturday, but next Saturday, Gervonta Davis, May twenty eighth, is fighting a fella by the name of Roly Rolando Romero. He is going to smash this dude in half. Anthony Yigit was almost giving Roly the business. <laughs> Gervonta Davis is going to, yeah, Anthony Yigan. I said that the Swedish guy who gets knocked the fuck out every time he fights. He is going to smash Rolly Romero. And to, whenever you can get odds on this fight, you take Gervonta inside the distance. You put your mortgage, you put your mortgages, mortgages on it. And he's going to kill this dude. Just saying.
0: And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hot take, hot box. My name is Matt McSweeney. This is actually the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. His name is Ty Capone. Thank you for joining us as always. We will be back next week with another episode of Brilliant Knowledge, and I think we brought the we brought the heat today. So you we brought guys, the Miami Heat, if you will. All right, there you go. Ah. So, all right, thank you for all joining us. Fuck the Sixers and fuck sports. Fuck them.
1: Fuck them.